Alright, let's get started, man. What's up, Pukas fam? Hope you guys having a puking good day. And as always, welcome to Asia Web3, motherfuckers. I'm Puke, representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple. To discuss the latest NFT news update, review case study, bring up Asia projects and community, but but most importantly, to be at the forefront of any DGEM play to make some money. Today, I'm excited because, hey man, we have Ben on the show and he has been killing it, man. Like, come on. Two weeks, two different jobs on OS. Bro, what are you having, man? Like, that is crazy. And uh, just to give you an info, Ben, I followed your journey since you are using the Lobster PFP up till now. So, you know, you know, even like before DoorDorsal has launched, I am following you already. And man, you have been one huge inspiration for me. And I just love to hear your thoughts on it. But before that, let's dive down into the news of today. Today, we have... Maeve, we have G-Dub. Um, how are you doing, G-Dub? How is Macau? Uh, I hope you're not gambling too much, buddy. GM, GM, Macau was good. Um, we did not go to the casinos because I couldn't bring my kids in. So I left with, you know, all my clothes and most of my money. No, we just uh, visited some sites, had some good food, Portuguese egg tarts, uh, nice peking duck, and, uh, and back today. All right, all right. So, are you ready to, you know, we miss, bro, bro, we kind of like missed two days of the TradFi update. Do you have like, you know, write down in a sheet of paper and you're just going to blast it to me today? I'm home, so I have the full setup, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> all right, let's hear it. Okay, let's go with the daily TradFi update. So, today is the 13th of April, 2023. It is Thursday. As you know, global macro events can affect crypto prices. So here's a short summary to help you make better crypto decisions. Over to the US, S&P 500 is down 0.4%, NASDAQ down 0.8%, and the major tech stocks down 1.2%. Um, the Europe FTSE 100 is flat. And in Asia, Hong Kong is up 0.2%. Japan is up 0.3%. The same as Singapore. Uh, China, Shanghai is down 0.3%. Korea is up 0.4%. So the keynotes today, the latest US CPI report showed that headline inflation has cooled to 5% in March. Um, meanwhile, the Fed minutes of the March monetary policy meetings showed officials are predicting a recession this year. And there's a likelihood of another rate hike in May. So just be aware of that. Um, that is the Daily TradFi update. Over to Pukas Maves. All right, all right. Thanks, G-Dub. Miss your voice. Thanks for that. So now I have Bruce Lee enters Web3 with uh, Shibuya XYZ's help. 17,000 minted so far. Chiu Labs prepared Line Friends Kigus to celebrate their partnership. Imaginary Ones offers one-of-one one IOs and more as Bubble Rider game prizes. Hayato of CNP teases the arrival of IKHY Ikehaya Museum Project. VFriends partnerships with Courtyard NFT, boasting digital and physical asset ownership. Indigo Hertz unveils alternate egos utility and sports lifestyle traits. Razer coming into Web3 Gaming with Incubator ZW3i. Lastly, 
free mint NFT claim by consensus to commemorate Ethereum evolved. Now back to you, Puke. Yep, yep. Thanks for the news update, guys. And hey, if you love what you are hearing, all you have to do is follow the Pukecast account or GW account because every day they will be posting this small little update for you guys to keep up to date on what's happening in NFC. All right, before we go to our main guest today, let's have a little bit short discussion on what's happening in the market because Maeve, like I know, um, ever since your account was banned from, from Twitter and now you're working on a new account, hey man, you show me that you are going to use a bin PFP. And uh, when you said that, like two days after immediately, you know, Azuki announced that, wait, they are going to do a collab with Lion Friends and bro, it's a Kigu celebration partnership right so tell me more like you know what makes you bullish in terms of having the beans because i see tons of people like we have demon we have nft boy all changing to the bean and you know with the workup of this kind of partnership is there something brewing i have to know and jean feel free to come up on stage to share because like it seems like bean has tons of alpha man Oof. well uh I, I i'm not particularly involved in the community yet so i know as much as you but so I actually hold uh, a wavy pass, which is like the first, uh, I don't know if you remember it, but like uh, Crypto, which is, uh, what's it called? They are called the uh, holding of IPX, which is the Web3 arms of uh, Lion Friends. So I actually own their Genesis pass for some time. Well, since they minted actually, then uh, I, I think it was like a couple, couple like actually early of the week or like uh, during Sunday, price actually uh, jumped quite a bit. And uh, you know, like notifications and all that. I didn't take too too much uh, notice of it. Then uh, I think it was uh, what what was his name? Uh, the the main head of partnerships for crypto. Uh, he was like, "Yo, uh, something's happening. You know, just stay tuned." Like like he wasn't even like teasing anything in particular. Uh, even like discords was uh, pretty pretty quiet. So uh, his name was uh, Hawaiian Flex on uh, on Discord. It's called Hawaiian Flex. He's the project lead for Wade and uh, Ooze, right? Then, uh, so I'm to be honest, I'm pretty surprised. I'm as surprised as every or, or almost everybody here, because uh, with the news yesterday when we were covering it, I'm like, whoa. Uh, obviously, like Wavy now is like a double the price. You know, everybody is uh, still happy. But again, like uh, lots. Uh, I'm expecting a lot to happen, man. This is uh, I, I look at this as like distribution, uh, kind of like at its best, right? Like you know, uh, leveraging both a Web three IP and also like a proper Web two distribution. So. Really yeah, yeah, like we if in terms of like you know every time because in Malaysia we use a lot of like you know WhatsApp stickers, right? And this remind me exactly like QB, right? Like you know we don't know what is QB, but it's just popping, and everybody know that it's a name to it. And when I look at bins, man, it looks similar, like it looks cuter, same as what QB is on our Twitter app, uh, on our WhatsApp app, right? So just imagine like you know having that now in line, uh, building that IP. I mean, it's crazy. We have like the whole kaiju friends collab with weight that did super well as, as as well right all right jean go ahead buddy yo i mean i can't be even happier like if it's 2k now and and this information is like so crazy you know like i mean um all right let, let's t- take it this way yesterday i do some digging like you know line valuation and their ipo can get one billion dollar back in the day the majority reasons is actually because of the stickers so think about that so and think about minions that there's like there's like thousands of minions and they are all selling and and you you just dress up the minion however you want and they're selling and 
their sticker is crazy and and lines uh collab with minions before like i can see this happening in beans this is how bullish i am and don't forget that beans is also collaboration with bilibili which is china one of the china biggest streaming platform and, and video platform so that is crazy and i i can see where is azuki going and beans is going it's like we, we will conquer the sticker market you know like that will be crazy for sure man brother jin like uh i like the whole point of uh azuki having beans official as their own page itself was uh like i mean like, i think everybody was like uh foreseeing that to happen and then now like seeing being actualized is uh, massive man and yeah like you said uh, nothing nothing well the, the only the only last update for Billy Billy was just kind of just kind of it right oh you know we, we're just doing something with them but like nothing yet but I mean like uh, again it's like distribution for, for me the way I look at it is just distribution already established so like obviously the team is probably working in the back end to just uh, get things going so TTP TTP <laughs> <laughs> alright oh my god Jin like right now Finally, I realized what TTP means. Like, you know, don't fight. Trust the process. We're going to drop, drop dope shit only. And that is it. So just want to shout out to Shona. I saw earlier that you are on Spaces. And uh, basically, man, you changed your PFP to Azuki. So it seems like it's going to get bullish. All right, Maeve, I want to talk a little bit about Hayato. Like, bro, you have been digging into like Japanese art. And what is this museum all about? Because the way I see it, like they... Uh, they, I mean, they are keep keeping launching different projects on and on, right? And it seems like every project that they do is doing so well. Like today, you know, we, we see, I think, HelloBot minted as well, right? Like fully minted. Uh, it's above floor price. So what do you think is like that key ingredient to keep launching project but still maintaining relevancy and the community is, you know, just keep on supporting at the end? So from from my understanding at least, uh, even actually, like, quote-unquote, actually, uh, how Hayato actually words it. So, uh, Japanese culture, uh, they, they they come up from uh, an upbringing whereby collectors, they, they are mainly consisted of uh, collectors. Hence, you know, like, uh, not too many people are actually that keen on, you know, like, trading and flipping, which is, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. He, he, he's probably, he's, sorry, he's definitely more Japanese than I am, so he understands that better. And uh, literally his words, and from what I understand at least, because uh, I mean, like that's 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 the only reason I can really think of, uh, 10k by 10k. I mean, like, yeah, well, what was it? We were, we were just talking about uh, PA, right? Psychedelic uh, Anonymous with their side tokens, damn, right? Then we were talking about Moonbirds. You're bullish. I'm a bit like uh, on the edge of that, you know. Mythic Eggs, uh, it's like you know another airdrop. I'm a bit eh, on the edge of that, but you know, you got know I mean. Like when we talk about most projects, if we're gonna do a 10k, oh, actually SMB, right? Just yesterday we were talking about SMB, because of uh, a potential Gen two Gen three, Monkey Dao is gonna buy back. So you know, whenever we talk about extra collection, I mean that that's the general uh, consensus. <laughs> wait, wait, bro. When you talk about extra collection, I I don't know, man. Like the Reddit dropped since two days, and every day, you know, when I wake up, the first thing is I go and check the store, and they have new collection popping out every day so i don't know man like one on on the other end like you know we have um hayato who is doing projects 
you know, Freeman on and on, different types of style with, you know, different collaborators. On the other hand, we have, for example, Paidmin. Uh, you know, different prices range from like, you know, 40 ringgit in Malaysia to 500 ringgit. But I, I, it seems like the Reddit supply is going on and on. And like, they have like this hidden top process, right? Like they already know in the collection of, you know, how many artists they collaborate basically maybe the 10 or the 15 people is going to do well. And, you know, once that 12, 12 o'clock a.m. hit the button, uh, basically all, all those are minted out. Remain, remaining is like, you know, just another avatar that you just buy it. And I think that's all you're going to represent. So I don't know, up to today, like the first time I tried, it failed. How many of you guys here, uh, you know, on stage or in the audience, just give me a thumbs up if you guys tried to purchase the Reddit PFP and you actually got it because... No, GW, you didn't get it? Yeah, same, right? Like, I didn't get it. And then after that, the next day I tried, which is this morning, um, hey, man, they release more and more collections. So I do not know what's up. Crypto Wheels, hop on stage, buddy. Uh, love to hear your take on this as well. But um, moving on, like, you know, let's, let's talk about a little bit more in terms of, like, the Shibuya XYZ. Because, like, we know, party, I, I think People Pleaser was in the top, NFT 100, right? And uh, she's the founder of uh, Shibuya NFT. And right now, you're telling me that they have a Bruce Lee collaboration. Tell me, tell me about it, but bro. So, uh, if, if anybody doesn't know, uh, Shibuya XYZ is an uh, art collective. Like, the, as simple as it gets, uh, similar to what uh, 6529 is doing. Um, They're art collective. And uh, recently, so they, they work with, uh, they actually have been doing a lot. To be honest, they've been making a lot of partnerships happening. The last one was uh, the Linkin Park, uh, what's it called? Uh, music video, right? Uh, that was, to me, it was really massive. Um, then now, this uh, Bruce Lee thing. So I see like Team People Pleaser and uh, I think her co-founder, they're really getting a lot uh, done. So this uh, Bruce Lee thing is, uh, is a collab. I mean, uh, oh, the co-founder is, uh, oh, sh- real Japanese name. I, can't, I do not pronounce. Sorry, sorry if I pronounce it wrong. Messiah Kusiara, right? Uh, so they've been doing a lot of partnerships. I'm sure like once we get into it, Ben's probably gonna can share a lot more insight as to how these partnerships get going. But this Bruce Lee thing uh, caught me off guard, man. It was uh, pretty sudden. It was just like, yo, OE, Bruce Lee, B Water. I was like, okay, <laughs> B Water. And that was it, man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So we can mint it or what, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I think it's still up for like another 12 hours or something like that. And uh, I, I had a couple, uh, seems like it's going to be a Genesis pass. But I'm still deciding whether I want to go like so. Max Max Min per wallet is hundred pieces, so I, I don't know if I want to go like full gen to that. <laughs> but uh, what's, yeah, yeah, what's like the, the min, name? What's the min price? Point zero zero eight. Ah, okay, okay. Hmm. So it was like that. Uh, remember that notable paper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That went full gen. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, well, when you talk about it, shit, man. Like VVD, I have not like check out what's happening, but um, I would love to check it out and see the hundred pieces that I minted. Hey, man, like what happens to it? So <laughs> this is it. But you know, I'm excited, Maeve, because like you know, I check and basically artifact. Bro, like they have revamped everything that initially they dropped, right? We 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 know the drill, you know. Basically, they they release something, and then when they show the teaser, people's like, "Hey, you know what? All the dunks that you guys release, or all the shoe, or all the Air Force One, doesn't look like the picture that." you are doing so you know they take a step back and right now they release something that is even more dope in 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 it like i have the shirt i have the shoes so i'm excited to see finally if it 
able to ship to my place with the Murakami drip, you know, I'm going to rock it. That's it. Like, we have Tino here. Shout out. Every day he is, you know, wrapping his clone. But I'm excited to see, like, finally, this this will be actually my official first purchase of buying a NFT merch in, uh, you know, uh, and actually getting the product. So I am ex- excited about it, Maeve. All right. Do you have any more news or that's a wrap up, bro? Uh, we can wrap up or I, I think the, the last thing is uh, if everybody just want to commemorate the Ethereum Evolve event, the Shanghai update, you know, just go to Consensus. They've got a free NFT claim right now. Just head on there to claim that NFT, guys. Uh, yeah, we, we can end <laughs> Yep, yep. Yeah, the, the Shanghai update. I mean, like, uh, guys, I saw if at 2K, like it drops a little bit, but if it's at Woo-hoo! 2K, you know, a lot of speculation talking about, you know, the Shanghai update, you know, people that finally stake it can, you know, withdraw and, and stuff like that. But it seems like if it's stable, like we are back. Is the bull back? I don't know, but I hope it is. All right. That is the wrap up of the news of today. Just a little short update for you guys. And let's dive down to Ben and Audio Galleries. Hey, Ben, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm good. How about you? Thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. I've been wanting to have you on, bro. You are doing amazing stuff. So maybe you can just share us a little bit in terms of you know your background and what leads to you know how you're able to build what you built today. Thank you. Um, okay, well, uh, my name is Ben. Uh, I live in the UK. I am the founder of a project called Audio Galleries. I've been working in the Web3 space now for uh, over a year, but I wasn't, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an OG. Uh, I, you know, I wasn't around for the apes or anything like that. I, I joined kind of November, December 2021 um, and was kind of really, I guess, you know, taken by the whole space. Uh, my background is in marketing, sales, particularly e-commerce and like brand building. I built some cool brands in the UK that were more food related. um, And during COVID had some cool success from that, you know, food businesses did quite well, sold some stock and, uh, and then took what I thought was going to be a bit of a career break just to figure out what I wanted to do next and (laughs) discovered NFTs. So that was me done career break over after about three days (laughs) Um, and I've been enjoying the space ever since I've worked for some communities. I've been a community manager and like a business development manager in the space for a couple of really high profile fine artists. I would say probably most notably for Philip Colbert, who is an incredible artist and the the founder of a project called the Lobstars. But he's so much more than the Lobstars. Philip is an incredible fine artist, painter, uh, portraits, sculpt sculptures, um, and he's you know hugely successful around the world. And so I worked with him uh, from last kind of like March through to like this November, uh, last November, and we minted his project, which was incredible. The Lobstars sold it out in like 45 minutes. It was a great, great time. I think that project has done 2000 ETH in secondary volume, but also it's delivered a great deal. Lots of activations, um, really lots of like community benefits, really pushing the boundaries of Web3, some cool secondary uh, projects and, and other kind of derivatives that have come from it, spun from it, have been a lot of fun. I also 
work and still work really closely with Craig Redman, who's the founder of Dawa Darcels, which is a great project, amazing IP. Craig created Darcel, his character, for like a visual blog back in 2008. So Darcel is older than Web3. And, um, and then Craig has worked with some incredible brands around the world, Louis Vuitton, uh, Adidas, the Minions you were talking about earlier, um, and many, many others, and was able to kind of transition Darcel, this IP, into the space. So I've learned quite a lot working with some really, really serious, great people in the space. I've been very fortunate to that end. <clears throat> and yeah, in January, I decided I was going to do something myself. So I free minted uh, back in the open edition free mints that happened in January, that craze. And I free minted a token and told people that with Rug Radio, who I've been working with now since last August as a host and presenter, I was going to create a great show that was also linked to minting amazing artwork. And so 20,000 of those NFTs were free minted. And then I told people they needed to burn three to create a mint pass. That was fun. Let's see who's paying attention. And about half the people who minted the initial one were paying attention, which was great. So we've got 3,400 mint passes. And really, Audio Galleries is um, a show where uh, through the Rug Radio um, thing, I, I have a weekly show with an artist. I interview them. I learn more about their culture, their life, their inspiration, their process. And then during the show, we open uh, an edition mint. And it was the kind of utility of the mint pass was that you were on the allow list for that mint. So I was running that whole thing via Manifold. And then more recently, last two shows, and we've got a few more coming up, uh, the open mints, the edition mints have been open mints via OpenSea, who I'm now collaborating with. And that has been a great deal of fun. And so mint pass holders, if they mint that open edition, they get airdropped a second piece of artwork. So I've kept the benefit to the community. We've got, I guess, about 1,500 people in our Discord, um, a few thousand followers. The shows are listened to by about 1,000 people per week. And it's a lot of fun. It's been great. We've, we've interviewed some cool people, Pablo Stanley, Cychrome, uh, more recently, Amber Vittoria, Nyla Hayes. I've got some really exciting guests coming up. Um, and uh, and we've also got this cool little creature <laughs> that we minted with Doug from Toy Boogers, which is a really cool little character. And my colleague Sigrid and I are going to use the kind of the time in between mints and in between shows to develop that character into a little brand on the side. So lots of things going on. Sorry, that was a long answer. <laughs> no, no. I, I have to cut you right there because, bro, you mentioned tons of things that I would really love to, you know, pause <laughs> and like dissect it a little bit. Because yeah, like, yeah, sure. Like I, I told you, right? Like, you know, when before even I started doing space, uh, it was, you know, doing on my own and I saw you basically, you know, rap while you are still rapping a uh, lot stars pfp uh you were starting doing you know like uh spaces on, on twitter right so yeah. uh, from transition to you know you taking a break three days later discover nft and then wanting to you know kind of like work with artists doing spaces what was that whole uh top process behind it because it seems like you have like this deep passion for art and did this passion develop with nft or it was prior before nft that you already found found out about it 
Yeah, uh, so I've always followed art, fine art, street art particularly, um, and I'm like a a follower of collectible cool things, so I, I've always appreciated kind of um, exciting IP. Uh, and uh, I guess, you know, that that stood me in good stead here. Like, I'm now combining two things that I've been able to, to do during my career. One is... Uh, create great brands and market things effectively and then I second the second thing is obviously just a great passion for uh, IP and art um, but the art side of things has always been just a passion like it's never really been something that I thought I would ever be able to earn a living out of however I always harbored like um, a a desire to present. So I've, I enjoy presenting. I enjoy talking. I enjoy helping people articulate themselves through questions. You're doing a great job by the way. Um, and so, uh, it's, it's been a passion of mine to do this bit quite a lot. And so I was really, really lucky. I started speaking with a guy called Patrick who is formerly the head of creators over at rug radio. Um, the rug radio team are, are really great fun. And uh, Patrick just, I pitched an idea to him about this show called, what was my old show called? I can't remember. NFTs Beyond the Floor. That's what it was called. And it was a project. It was a, it was a show where I wanted to bring the founders of projects on to talk about, uh, about their project without mentioning full floor price. <laughs> so it was more about like storytelling, IP, activations, like what, what are you actually doing? other than concentrating on the floor. And it taught me loads, actually. Um, it was great to hear some perspectives. I spoke to, like, Mina from Wonder Pals, Betty from Deadfellas. I had the, the team from Wag Me United, who are a really professional outfit, on uh, some some amazing guests on that show. And that really, really helped me kind of start to form my journey in this space and what I wanted to do. That show actually really did kind of, like, it gave me the idea for audio galleries. Does that answer the question? I don't know if it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it did, it did. Because like, I mean, I want to, you know, understand a little bit in terms of, you know, how people are built. Like, you know, in, in, initially, you know, when we navigate in the Web3 space, it's always about, you know, trying to figure out what we actually love, what we want mm -hmm. to, to you know, give value in the Web3 space. Uh, and then, you know, after that, leading for you to say, hey, you know what, I'm doing this. Uh, let me create a project that links it. And I think this is the first project that I really see that incorporates a lot about like Twitter spaces, right? Like you do the drop on Twitter spaces, get amazing mm -hmm. artists. And each time you do the artists, like, you know, people are able to participate in it. Um, you know, having that min pass is it's like a whole, you know, ecosystem with it. And like, hey, if I trust your taste in art, I definitely want to get an audio gallery <laughs> pass, right? Because all I have to do is get a pass and I know you will kind of like filter out the best art for me. And I think yeah. this is what, you know, um, I'm really interested about, right? Like, um, just shout out to Darren here, buddy. Hop on stage because like he too has an amazing art story. Um, you know, pretty pretty similar but different in a way. And uh, 
would, would love him to have uh, have him up as a speaker as well. But going back oh. to you know um, how you are building it, so tell me tell me more in, in terms of like the audio gallery because like all right, so people get the pass, they they're able to mint it, and uh, right now yeah. in terms of you know navigating through the space, how do you actually find you know who's next um, or what artist <laughs> is suitable to kind of like you know be the next drop because like. Each time I, I see the flow in how you're doing it. Like the first one, um, basically you did a very nice flow leading up to, to Nyla, right? And uh, I saw that, you know, basically it's not just, hey, you know, you, you want to do an art, let's launch it. But I can kind of like see there's a little bit of narrative in it. Like, you know, the airdrop will get one uh, and then people mean the other mm-hmm. pieces and how it combines together. So <clears throat> what's that whole story behind Audio Gallery? Sure. So... A great question because it makes me then challenge what I'm doing and I always try to challenge what I'm doing. So let me let me go back a little bit to what I set out to do with audio galleries. So I wanted to create a Twitter space show that really focused on like production value. So I wanted to be able to make a podcast out of it. So the end of every episode, we pull the audio edit it and it becomes a podcast you can go to spotify or apple or whatever and find all of the previous episodes and to do that i I wanted it to be kind of like evergreen i wanted i wanted the content to always be relevant and so the story of an artist their life their inspiration their previous work what they hope to achieve in the future i think that's evergreen content because artists you know they they will be remembered you know we we i'm probably interviewing some who will go on to be incredibly famous in the future and some who might not but still have an incredible story to tell and so that for me was the the inspiration behind that because then i can start to repurpose that content so i can create like cool audiograms and uh twitter posts social posts i can start to make videos the idea really was just to to produce something that was more professional in the space. I I have a frustration with Web3 a little bit, so you'll have to forgive me. But the the degen culture, for for everything that it's wonderful for, I still get a bit frustrated at the lack of taste (laughs) that sometimes it shows. Like Sometimes I feel like there's a bit of a mob mentality and I feel like that can be a bit unhealthy sometimes. So I wanted to create something where people could turn up, tune in, relax, have it on in the background, learn something, maybe mint and collect something and, uh, and then disconnect from it and then come back to it at any time. So you didn't have to like be listening every minute of every show because you needed to answer a question or put your code in for a PO app or, uh, or you would miss the news, and if you miss the news for two days in the NFT space, you're 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 really out of date. Like it changes so quickly. I wanted to create like a nice safe space where people could come and enjoy really nicely put together content. And so, yeah, that that I think that answers one bit of your question. The other bit of the question that I will approach then is like the the method or the mechanic. So. I wanted to have a mint pass because I felt like that was a really good way of being able to like, um, 
uh, of being able to incentivize a community. But I didn't want to be running a project where like I'd minted a PFP project and there were 10,000 of them and people were waiting for me to deliver like a product because uh, I, I've seen the way that that works and it's really tough. It's really, really difficult to do it. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to create something. It was free to mint initially. Uh, people could hold it. And then I will do my show. I will have fun making my great content, hopefully great content. And people can benefit by holding the pass. Um, and But they can, only, they can only benefit if they participate. So that was the idea behind creating the mint pass. And so, yeah, every, every week initially for the first eight shows that we did, the, the mint pass was your allow list to mint the artwork. But what that does is it creates a very, very small group of people who are able to mint. And I think the work behind these, the work these artists are doing um, is really, really, it's really important that more eyeballs get on it because it's incredible artwork. And also like 70% of the revenue generated by the mint goes to the artist. That's a really important point to make. So the other 30%, 10% of that comes to me and 20% of it goes to the audio gallery's vault. And that is a vault of money that is now pooling and we're going to use to create an amazing platform to help promote and empower artists in the future. So um, so in terms of like that Mint Pass, that was why I structured it like that. You know, it's Series 1 Mint Pass. So at the end of Series 1, that Mint Pass is no longer valid. But that doesn't mean it's worthless. And what I will probably do, well, not probably what I'm going to do, is I'll work a way to segue into Series 2 and people who have a Series 1 Mint Pass can claim a Series 2 Mint Pass. Why is that good? Because it means the only people that are going to do it are the people who are paying attention. And that really is what we're trying to do. We're trying to capture people's attention and engage people who want to participate. Um, and in terms of how do I get the artists... Uh, I'm really lucky. Like I've worked with two great artists who have got great contacts and I've been fortunate enough to like, you know, run collaborations and all sorts of things like that. I'm also good at networking. I enjoy, like I was at new uh, NFT NYC last year. I did NFT Paris recently, NFT London at the end of last year. And I, I'm intentional when I go to those events, like I go to those events to meet people who I think can come on the show or who I will benefit from through knowing and networking with and, I try to be kind. I try to be um, straightforward and honest and, and hopefully people that rubs off on people and then they want to help me too. And I found that that's been the case. So yeah, I've been really lucky with the artists and what, and what you'll find is that actually the space is quite small. And so once you're friends with a few artists, you get introduced to a whole load of others really quickly. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the story because like, you know, uh, back when you were talking about it, like, you know, I basically run a daily show, right? And, uh, you know, I understand the, the difficulties in terms of, you know, having guest speaker every day in the show. So sometimes we have, sometimes we don't. But the difficulty that I see you having is, you know, for example, you told me like, you know, every week you will have with different artists and, um, you know, hopefully, you know, the artist is able to get like the work done so that you're able to mean during like the whole main party event. So how is that, you know, working structure for you? Because like, I know it's not easy for, you know, artists to create an artwork to discuss <laughs> like, you know, the, the, the design that they want to incorporate with and you wanting to push, you know, artists every week. Like how yeah. is that crazy process? Just tell me more, bro. 
Well, we're working a few weeks out, actually. So, uh, like, at the moment, I'm putting together the Mint, and I've just created the space. So that And that will happen next Friday for Chris Kay, who's an incredible artist out of Mexico and Canada, who is a single line drawer. She was the founder of uh, Bull Market Girlfriends. Um, amazing artist coming on next week. And I've been talking with her probably for about four or five weeks. So the whole process is about six or seven weeks. And so I'm speaking constantly to a flurry of artists who are coming through that are going to be on the show. And I'm always working two or three shows ahead and trying to deliver the content. So it is quite stressful. Um, but I, I also make a point of really only wanting to work with artists who are taking it seriously and who are organized and I've been lucky enough to be able to kind of like see who they are. And so far, I haven't really been messed around. I'll tell you the truth, because he won't mind me saying it because we're friends. Pablo Stanley didn't give me the artwork until like about two hours before the show. And that was really, really stressful. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, oh, damn. But, but Pablo will tell you himself that, that being organized and getting things done on time is not his vibe that's not how he works so but it was fun and uh, and it was still a beautiful piece of art yeah yeah and uh, you know what's funny uh the funny thing is you say bro like it's stressful but in between you are developing like munch so how how that plays in, <laughs> in the timeline that you're doing like every week you know you're talking to different artists and still finding the time to you know kind of like you know handle discord handle communications yeah. with other people and developing this whole ip you know with toy booger so tell, tell me more like you know where do you find the ideas like hey you know what i'm busy <laughs> but let's just add more busyness into what i'm doing right now well so i'm really lucky i've got a great friend who i met through the lobsters called sigrid she's actually behind the audio galleries um uh, account which is live at the moment you can see it's up on stage Sigrid is an incredible designer and she's really really wonderful at like helping coordinate social media and helping me in the, the community so there is absolutely no way I would have taken on the secondary kind of project that we're doing which is uh, Munch and Mombo um, but we uh, the idea is so Doug from Toy Boogers created one of his boogers an amazing character called Munch we loved him immediately. He used the pyramid from our Mint Pass artwork in the artwork. So we kind of already, we felt really attached to him. He became like a mascot. And we just thought, wouldn't it be fun if as well as having the, um, the mints with the show each week, which is always something different, if the community could kind of converge and come together and collaborate on something that ran all the way through that we kept running and developing and so Doug was well up for it which is amazing he's made the character Munch CC0 tomorrow a claim begins so people who own a Munch will be able to claim a Mombo who is our second character um, and and then Munch and Mombo will kind of be like the uh, the apes and the mutant apes in this whole universe that we're going to to roll out and we're we're going to build a brand called Munch and Mumbo where we start telling stories and we hopefully can develop some products um, and have fun, make something that's family friendly and, and a lot of fun alongside. Because what we've noticed about our community in audio galleries 
because it's art focused as many of the people who are within the community are actually very artistic so we've got some great artists and drawers some people who love using ai some uh some you know great sculptors we've got some really artistic people some storytellers creative writers so we're going to try and create that brand and those stories alongside the community which i'm really really looking forward to actually <laughs> I, I love it. Like every time, every question that I ask, you just reveal something that you are doing extra, bro. Like, I mean, um, this is great because like I love in terms of, you know, building that whole character behind, um, you know, you have different types of artwork, but hey, right now, Audio Gallery have like a, a mascot, right? So what's the idea behind like, you know, Munch and Mumbo? So basically like, you know, you're introducing this character to the ecosystem. Um, the whole idea is it to, you know, create like, for example, um, IP focus around these kind of yes. characters. Yes. So you, you mentioned uh, the Beans? minions earlier. Yeah, minions. Yeah. And like line friends, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, hey, look, like we're realistic. There's, <laughs> we're not going to create the next line friends, although who knows? Um, but Sigrid and I are both really passionate about storytelling in the space and about like creating something fun. And it just felt like a cool opportunity to do something uh, while we had a captive audience. And the audience of the community have really kind of like embraced Munch. And there's only, let's be clear, right? There were only 520 minted. And so there will be 520 Mombos because they can be claimed on a one-for-one -one basis. Um, so then we'll have a thousand NFTs out there, which will be to about 250, 250 holders. So it's not massive, but from small acorns, mighty oaks grow. And that's the plan, really. We're like, we want to create a really, really fun IP, which uh, ta taps into Sigrid's ability to animate and create amazing drawings and, and designs, and my ability to uh, manage businesses and build brands and stories uh, and both of our ability to pull together a cool community. So that's really the idea behind Munch and Mombo. Um, and it will be a lot of fun. And Doug has been wonderful in terms of like wanting to get involved. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Really looking forward to that alongside all of the mints that we've got coming up. So we're doing some more with OpenSea and we have some more announcements that are coming as well with some great collaborations. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, right now, uh, bro, I have your notification on because like each time, like, you know, every, ever since I, I was in the NFT space, like it's amazing to see like there is so many art and we, I kind of like start to appreciate, you know, a little bit more in terms of like the artists, their design and stuff like that. So, you know, seeing every week you coming up with a dope art, man, like I will, I will be looking forward for it. So just to add a little bit in the story, you know, you talk about audio galleries, you talk about your past experience with, you know, Dordossel, with Lobstars and even being a host, um, you know, in rock radio. So tell me more you know of being a consultant with super rare because i see like your story really aligns everything in what you're doing so it's art it's you know building a community that appreciates art and right now you know being a consultant in super rare so how's that that whole thing gel together in what you are doing yeah you do look at my stuff that's great thank you um so super rare is a lot of fun actually i met esme who's their marketing director at nft london last year and we were talking about how Super Rare are like really uniquely placed because it's not PFP work. It's it's one of one digital art. And so it doesn't ever 
the artwork never doesn't ever really come with like this whole weight of expectation for like a project and things like that. It's actually just a celebration of incredible artists and amazing art. And I feel like they had a really, really exciting story to tell. And so I, um, I pitched to her that they should create a spaces series, which is not talking about a specific artist or a specific you know, moment in time, but actually just kind of covering what's hot and what's not in the space right now. What are Super Rare doing? Because they're such a cool brand. Um, and they, the people at Super Rare went for it. So I now work with their content and their marketing teams to pull together something called Super Rare Sessions. Every week we, um, we host a show on a Wednesday. So yesterday it was where we cover, you know, anything from AI art through to copyright. And because Super Rare is such a cool brand and a big brand, they're really able to pull in some great guests. So we've had some top copyright lawyers come on. We've had some amazing like OG collectors in the space, some amazing artists. So it's a really, really exciting show. And it's been fun working with that team and, and helping them think about how they would structure a show. That's really been my main, my main objective there. And now, you know, like we work together really well, but whereas I was kind of building the show structure beforehand, now actually the super rare team are doing that and I'm just helping them deliver it. So it's been really, really good fun and they're a great team. Yeah. I mean, seeing how you are built, you know, from the start till now, it seems like you are really tailored uh, in terms of, you know, being at the forefront of like good art uh, and stuff like that. So tell me a little bit more in terms of, you know, we, we know a lot about, you know, in terms of like building from like, you know, doing Twitter spaces and stuff like that. But I want to hear more from like the artist side, right? Like right now you, you dealt with, you know, tons of artists, you know, how are they, you know, feeling with the space how how's the experience in working with them because like you know always like uh you, you talk about it nft mm. you know or people that creates j just say an uh, nft project a lot of people or like the community behind it is very focused in terms of like you know we must have a good floor price we must have like you know twitter space have tons of people listening to it good engagement and stuff like that but for us for an artist that they are coming out to wanting to build their own brand is you usually they want to have like 90 percent of the time focusing on what they are doing the best right and then later 10 percent is more towards like the other stuff so but this kind of concept maybe you know some of it doesn't really gel well with like the degen culture that we have. So, mm. how, you know, while working with them, how is your experience in, you know, how are they handling situations like this? Yeah, you know, it's been brilliant talking to some really incredible artists. They're a really resilient bunch. <laughs> and they are, you know, because there's been some tough times in the last like six, nine, 12 months. Absolutely. What I am picking up from the artists though, and what I'm really enjoying in terms of interviewing them is how they are they're, they're quite resolute right that this is the future um and that this is this is the future of commerce this is about them taking ownership back of their work this is about them being in control and being able to you know interact on a one one-on-one -on -one basis with their community and their collectors so that has been amazing and i think uh, what I'm picking up is uh, it's incredible to interview people from 
so many different backgrounds and cultures and parts of the world. And, you know, like I'm, I'm really speaking to people all over the world. And yet when they're artists, there's this like golden thread of, uh, of how they all are. <laughs> they, they all share this approach to creativity. They all share this like single minded belief and approach to being creators and to taking back control so you know my my experience of the last few months interviewing these people has been hugely rewarding and it's great then to be able to get them on and then host a mint with them and then be able to give them 70 percent back like i think we're now up to like eighty five thousand dollars we've paid the 10 artists who have come on the show because we've done that sale with them which is amazing, right? Because I'm, I'm putting lead in their pencil or paint in their palette or, you know, paper in their printer, whatever it is, I'm helping these people continue to create freely without having to worry with no anxiety of where the next paycheck's coming from. And, and I think for all of the hype around crypto and the technology, like, let's be absolutely clear this space would not be a space if it weren't for the artists. It just wouldn't. There would be, it would just be crypto. We'd, that's what it would be, right? And this space is so much different. It's so much more creative. And so, um, yeah, I, I really wanted to create something where I could reward creativity and, and you know, pay for contribution. Yep, love it, love it. Like I, I love how the whole ecosystem that you build kind of like you know you you are the really the center point of connecting artists with people who actually appreciate it, and you know not just collecting artists but kind of like add that fun element to it. You know different kind of stuff that you're doing, right? So obviously our our show title is Asian Web Three Motherfuckers. So how are you viewing in terms of you know um collaborating? towards like the asian side of things uh because like so so far like the collection and stuff like that obviously you know when you go to nft nyc london is all over like you know the europe side of things how do, yeah. how are you you know seeking in terms of like the um you know the thai artists the malaysian artists the hong kong artists uh, is there any like a direction in where you want to target the asia market i love this and <clears throat> yes, it's absolutely a part of my thinking. Uh, how, how have I been doing so far? Yeah, pretty poorly, to be honest. I've not, I've not really, uh, I've, I've stuck initially to what I know. Um, but I am so aware that actually audio galleries as a concept is really, really applicable, like all over the world. Like, there's absolutely no reason why there couldn't be audio galleries uh, Asia which could cover a number of cultures and countries. Um, and that said, like, you know, everything I do is in English because that's the only language I speak. I'm very, very poor from that end. I, I've not learned another language, which is silly of me. But there's no reason why we couldn't do this in French, German, Chinese, you know, Japanese, uh, Thai. We could do this all over the world in lots of different countries and we could create content that's really meaningful for those communities, but also it would be great to start introducing artists from Asia to the European and North American and South American for that matter markets. So yeah, it's something I'm hugely conscious of something I really do want to start to build out. Um, we're still, you know, just three months old with this project, but 
inclusivity and uh, and like opening opening the door to lots of different artists from lots of different cultures is something that I'm really passionate about. Absolutely. Puke, you there? Where's Puke gone? Uh, let me let me let me text him. I'm I'm pretty afraid that. Oh oh, oh sh- I I was oh, oh okay oh. okay I was I was mute the whole time. Oh my god! <laughs> no. Thank goodness for that. You you caught me because like I I was I said like no pun intended right but uh not meaning to shit on you but because we are Asia we have to ask you that question. But man like three months old and the stuff that you're doing with the crazy collaboration I would say like you know the last two collab with Amber with Nyla it's all like top tier kind of like project or artist that you are in the space right and in yeah. terms of wanting to navigate that whole asia side of thing it's like another whole new level of you know people community and stuff like that but um you know love to you know share ideas with you if you are wanting to tap into the asia market uh we have darren here who i just want to share his story since he's not on space but this guy bro he has like crazy amount of like the Pudgy penguins in the artwork of any artist so for example like you know an artist that's doing an artwork he would just put his Pudgy penguin inside the artwork to kind of like tribute to him from helping the artist so in terms of like you know thai artists malaysia singapore hong kong there are a huge bunch of like you know different types of artists uh that in the space that is just you know what they are just waiting but they are just waiting for you bro like you, <laughs> you, 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 said, wow. you said that you want to put like the lid in their pan. Like they are, you know, eagerly waiting for you to do it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really interesting. So tell me more in terms of what's next. Like, you know, how far are you in terms of like, you know, having <laughs> scheduled uh, the, the drops and stuff like that? Because having that whole momentum, I mean, day, week by week doing like, you know, the same drop with, yeah, yeah, doing the same drop with different artists. I mean, it's going to be taxing. So how far are you in terms of like, you know, that you have secure like four drops, five drops to the future? Share, share me a little bit alpha, bro. <laughs> well, I've just pinned, uh, I hope you don't mind, I've just pinned a tweet to the top of the space uh, because I've actually, I'm holding an AMA tomorrow where I'm going to be going into a bit more detail on this with the whole community. But, I don't want to let you down. I will give you a little little sniff of what's coming up. So I have agreed a deal with another major company. And I think about how I word this. Uh, I'm working with working, <laughs> working closely with that company. I've been able to fill pretty much all of the remaining slots in series one, which runs till September. So uh, that has that's a really really exciting thing for me because it means I'll be able to work with all of those artists via one medium like one conduit and that will allow me to like pull all of their artwork at once together all of their descriptions all of their biographies all of their banners everything and then have it in one place which for me is hugely important because it means I can then start getting really organized and focusing on the future so um, yeah to to answer your question uh, how far ahead am I working? Well, I'm now up to like September, October in terms of the schedule. And then in terms of like what's next, I've also got a couple of massive opportunities that I'm just developing at the moment in terms of who we work with next and what series two looks like. 
awesome awesome like i i'm interested to see like you know the next drop man until september you <laughs> have landed a massive deal you know what i have to dm you bro in terms of how you close deal it seems like you are just closing left and right and uh, it's a skill set that is really appreciated in the web3 space like you know collaborations partnerships is everything mm. on how the space grow all right darren you are up here and uh, you are a little bit of like you know the asian artist connoisseur so tell us a little bit more on what you're doing bro Hey, hi, Puke. Uh, yeah, I just had to sort of request to come on because you you were talking a bit about me. Really, thanks for the kind words. Uh, I've been on your show before, so always good to to support your your show. Really interesting uh, to see Ben here as the, the the guest here. Pretty interesting stuff. Definitely caught my eye. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, I I guess I've just been around in the space uh, collecting art and being involved with art communities. Of course, also partially because of what I do, I'm very involved in bringing on the communities onto the Open Metaverse project uh, by Punk6529. So, yeah, that's also quite a bit of like uh, involvement with uh, the art community there. I'm definitely looking forward. I mean, Ben, it's really good to meet you. Always look out, look, always looking out to collaborate with different uh, active community people in the space so maybe we can look at doing something in the future Amazing. i run a yeah I run a regular twitter spaces as well where i talk to collectors and artists and so forth so i think it's something similar there we could explore something but uh yeah just just happy that uh puke uh, gave me a shout out uh i don't want to take too much of the limelight away uh yeah but uh, thanks thanks again for the shout out Great to meet you, Darren. Great to meet you. And I've just given you a follow. Let's um, catch up in DMs. Thank you. Yep, I love it in terms of, you know, basically, Ben, you said something that caught my attention. Like, you know, the whole space revolves around art. Like, without the artists uh, right now, there's nothing really much to talk about in the space, right? Because any every NFT, every, you know, audio, every um, design, every animation, it's always leading by art. And uh, because of that, you know what, uh, it's really the main generator in moving the space together. All right. I know you have to pop off in like another 10 minutes, but maybe you could mm -hmm. give us like a closing thoughts in terms of, you know, where do you see audio gallery in the long term? Like, uh, you know, this year, basically, you know, we started off strong with open editions. Uh, you know, yep. open editions means it's going strong right now. Um, a little bit of hype has dropped, but still, if, if you know, it's a good drop, they have a community behind it, it still managed to mint. So um, looking forward, like, for example, in the long term, uh, what's your main goal in terms of like how you envision audio galleries to be like is it like a very huge kind of you know art curation kind of stuff do you see yourself opening a gallery tell me more bro Just so yes share your, share your vision yeah. and don't hold back any anything like you know i <laughs> love to hear like if you tell me like you aim for the skies yeah, yeah. and the stars go ahead buddy uh so yeah physical gallery one day absolutely like i i've loved seeing in paris i went to the nft factory and it was one of the best experiences I'd had. And that was with the art blocks people. And they're another, another project that I hugely admire. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet Eric from Snowfro, um, Eric Snowfro, sorry, from, from art blocks. And so that was, uh, yeah, really, really, really exciting to meet him and to understand a little bit more about their trajectory and how they do what they do. Uh, for me, audio galleries 
has the potential to be huge and and to go way beyond me uh and so that's really what what i see for it in the future um i think we have a really big opportunity to help curate great artwork but also amazing stories and that is again something i'm hugely passionate about so the, this year yeah we're working on the open edition um format however i am starting to challenge some of the oh god i can't believe i'm telling you this i am starting to challenge some of the artists to think about their editions being generative um, and how we can create difference so that not all images and not all artworks are exactly the same um, that won't be every single drop but it might start to happen in one or two drops and i think that's something that's really exciting uh, and also uh yeah, the, the idea of being able to go and see people in real life and create cool galleries, exhibitions, um, I guess starting within the NFT community in the Web3 space, but then thinking more broadly about how we start to onboard through uh, in real life activations. Yep, yep. I, I love it, uh, bro, in terms of your sharing. And uh, once again, guys, if you are here today listening to the space, uh, basically, I just did a snapshot. So all you have to do is go to the top of the pinned tweet posted by PewCast. Uh, basically, the link is ref.gg. All you have to do is click on the link, you know, put in your wallet address and mint the POAP. Uh, and as I said, you know, every week, every day, we'll be launching uh, different types of POAP. And the more you collect it, you know, end of the week, we are doing token airdrop, which is uh, courtesy from Kaiju Friends. Um, they will be dropping the Airways. Um, so all you have to do, the more you collect the POAP, the higher chance of you to actually winning the raffle. And it's just a way of us, you know, giving back you know, allowing you to explore different types of communities and stuff like that. So once again, Ben, thank you so much for being here today. Love the story. Oh, thank <laughs> you for having me. <laughs> Would love to, you know, catch up with you sometime soon. Maybe after mm -hmm. September, um, it's really hard to book your time then uh, because you <laughs> will be a man that, you know, everybody wants you to be on the space. But once again, thank you for being a part of the Asia Web3 Motherfuckers, powered by PewCast, the rock radio of Asia space. With you guys, I believe we are one step ahead in building the most genuine community in Asia. So we run the show every day, Monday to Friday, 10 p.m. GMT plus 8, which is 10 a.m. EST. And uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, you know, me and Maeve, we will be doing kind of like a live show not live show basically you know going to an nft event which is a bar opening in malaysia an nft bar it's basically open from 4 p.m till late anybody of you guys who is in malaysia who wants to go just drop me a dm i will give you the invite and you know right right after we start the space i'll kind of like run to the car to start the space uh but tomorrow we will be having pudgy asia and pudgy my you know all the pudgy penguins will be on the spaces so hey if you guys want to learn a little bit more about the pudgy penguins want to vibe with them do join the show till then bye bye see you guys again tomorrow and all the best to you ben uh on thank your you future drops have fun everyone take care take Thanks. care bye bye, bye, -bye.